dewy fresh on the breeze. Welcome to the All or Nothing podcast, where we bring to you companies and CEOs that are changing the game. And I'm your host, Rodrigo Ballon. I'm really excited about this episode because it's one thing to create a new product, but it's another to create a completely new industry. And that's what our next guest has done. He has created a platform that will give every person on earth access to their DNA. We all know that our DNA designs who we are. It decides if we're tall or short, It determines if we're prone to any diseases. It even decides what kind of medicine will work on us if we end up getting sick. Now, our next guest wants you to live in a world where every person has access to their own personal DNA sequence. Having that type of information on hand could be valuable to a lot of people in the medical industry. Everything from medical facilities to insurance, R&D, and most importantly, the patients. So let's jump into it and talk about the future of DNA. I have the founder and CEO of Shivon, Axel Schumacher. How are you today? Hey, I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad to have you on the call. So Axel, your life's work is in DNA. I think that's pretty cool because that's the part of us that designs who we are. So initially, what sparked your interest in this field? And once you got in and started working in the field, what did you realize that you liked about it? Oh, that's, uh, that's a very good question. So one part of it was, uh, as, I, as I said, I started out with the genomics and then I got uh, interested more into what's called epigenomics. This is really the, uh, the molecular regulation of our genes, how genes are switched on and off, right? And this was another field that exploded a few years ago. And now I'm trying to bring everything really together because we realized that um, genomics is really so essential for our healthcare and to to have this information available and to make it actionable this can really change a lot of lives and that's the reason why i really um, got interested also in the idea to proactively do something with this knowledge with, with my expertise and not only uh, go on and study it for the rest of my life. So this is, uh, so I, I got basically to a transition point. Where I thought, okay, now it's the time because now we have really several technologies that will revolutionize uh, our lives and we can bring it all together at one point now. You said now's the time. So tell us, how does Shivam come about? What we found was that all of those companies had uh, huge problems gaining access to good quality DNA sequences and to be able to share them. And this is nowadays even much more complicated because we have um, actually this Friday, there are new uh, regulations uh, starting uh, from, from Europe, the GDPR regulations about data sharing. Um, they affect not only European organizations but really organizations all around the planet and they make it much more difficult to freely share healthcare data and private data of people so um, obviously um, we needed something that makes it easier safer um, technologies where we can um, keep 
sensitive data like healthcare data or gen genome data. This is probably the most uh, important, sensitive and valuable data you own. How can we keep this safe? How can we make sure that people own their data? So this was really the, the, the transition point and I got interested in it and I started um, working on blockchain technology to see how blockchain can uh, help us going there. I don't think that most people understand or even think about our genetic nature when it comes to our health, whether it's feeding our body with the right nutrients or treating our body with the right medicine when we get sick. Can you discuss how using someone's DNA in order to determine which drug to give them can potentially impact the doctor's results? Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, everything, uh, almost everything in our, in our health, in our health management depends a little bit on our genomic makeup because this really determines how we react to drugs. So depending on your specific genetic makeup, some drugs may work more or less efficiently, uh, specifically for you, uh, than they do in other people. Likewise, some drugs may produce more or fewer side effects in you than in someone else. This is especially uh, different if, if you look at uh, different populations from uh, several areas in the world. And there's, there lies a problem. Most of the drugs that are on the market that are produced by the big pharmaceutical companies, um, they were developed with genomic data and basically as, as, as the backbone of, um, to build on uh, from white Caucasian males most of the time. So that, but that means that, okay, these drugs were tested in, in, in white people in the US and Europe but they may not necessarily work with uh, Chinese people or people from Japan or Brazil or in Africa. They may need completely different drugs because drugs, they interact with the, obviously with the molecules in our body and uh, even with our, directly with our genome. So we have to know from each individual their genomic sequence to tailor specific drugs for them. So it, that means that in the, in the very near future, doctors will be able to routinely use this information. So about your genomic makeup and then choose the right drug right from the beginning and the right drug doses that really offer the greatest chance of helping you. This is very, 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 very essential. And I'm absolutely sure that within a few years, this will be a completely normal medical procedure. So everyone that will go to a hospital or, or to, their, to their doctor need to have their genomic sequence so that uh, the doctors can really help much better uh, out there. This will be a completely normal thing to do. You mentioned that as recently as this week, governments have been changing laws when it comes to accessing medical records. But you and your team have been able to use blockchain technology to help combat that. Now, the term blockchain hit mainstream as a key component in cryptocurrency. But can you talk about what blockchain technology allows you to do and why it's a critical component? Yes, absolutely. 
Um, blockchain, I have absolutely no doubt about it, will revolutionize healthcare and other um, business areas. So why, why are we using blockchain? So first of all, blockchain offers uh, superior security and privacy um, in relation to do today's prevailing centralized uh, database solutions. Um, when storing, as an example, when storing healthcare data in a blockchain or with the help of blockchain technology, cryptography is used for encrypting the contents of the message of every transaction. That means so every time data is moved from A to B, there is basically a, a data transaction that can be tracked and that can be secured so that only really intended users can open and read its content. So access this very sensitive data. So overall, uh, blockchain solutions provide really significant improvements and value over standard uh, centralized databases in, in, in several areas that are relevant to, uh, to Shivom and, and you're managing your uh, healthcare data. So we have there the security aspect, as I, as I just mentioned. So uh, healthcare data cannot be revised or tampered with. This is actually very important. Uh, imagine someone would uh, uh, go into a database and change a little bit uh, of your genomic data and then your um, doctor would give you the wrong drugs or your insurance would raise your premium because they think you are uh, predisposed to a certain disease while in the reality you are not. So and the second thing is what, what we call disintermediation. So that means blockchain helps us to get rid of middlemen in the healthcare uh, industry because uh, blockchain can really connect better people one-to-one. Uh, one one. So um, this makes the whole ecosystem much more cost-efficient. Then we have the privacy aspect. So here blockchain helps, uh, basically would help you to keep your identity private which makes, of course, people then again much more eager to share their valuable healthcare data. And sharing healthcare data, this has a lot of benefits for, for drug research. Then, of course, uh, blockchain, this is something that you can use everywhere. It's, it's, a, it's a global thing. So the, the platform we are building operates across borders, really opening up a huge worldwide community of people um, and users that can uh, boost uh, R&D efforts and, and uh, share also data. Then, of course, you have um, what it's all about in blockchain. You have a, what's called a permanent ledger. So that means everyone has structured, time-stamped data, which is especially important in this highly regulated medical environment. So the whole this medical sector. This is a very important part that you can really track what you are doing. Then, um, of course, you have the decentralization uh, part. This is uh, what we know from uh, cryptocurrencies. But when we are talking about blockchain, that basically the, the data that is stored this is, doesn't sit on one point, but it's uh, spread across multiple servers, as an example. 
that means that no single uh, access point exists for hackers or cyber criminals to steal this data. So there's no database where you just can uh, download all the data. Then, of course, what is very important in, in, in relation to blockchain, this is what, what we call smart contracts. These are real-time transactions that uh, occur automatically. So we have predefined agreements which make transactions on our platform fast, cheap, and private. I give you an example. Like if you have your genomic data stored, you may want to share it with your doctor. And uh, we can put this into the smart contract so that your doctor can get automatically access to your genomic data. But in the same contract, we can then write in, look, um, I don't want that my data uh, gets out to health insurances because they may think, oh, hey, this guy may have a predisposition to Alzheimer's, so let's not insure him or, or raise his premiums. So you can put this into the smart contract. Uh, at the same time, you can say, okay, I, I really would love to support research. We have diabetes running in the family, so I want to uh, support diabetes research. And then uh, it, we would know that uh, we, we could use basically, of course, with your consent, your data in diabetes research. So there are a lot, a lot of uh, huge advantages that uh, blockchain basically brings here onto the table. You expect everyone to be using DNA sequence sometime in the near future. So what's the process to get set up so that we have that data on hand? Well, we want to make this whole process as easy as possible, basically give you the option to really own your data and manage your data. Because traditionally, um, what, we have, what we have now is that companies... Are often, uh, of course, they offer genomic tests that, that are nowadays is pretty easy to get your genome sequence. And um, but usually, companies then own your data. They have it stored somewhere in, in their database. They use it for uh, selling it to pharmaceutical companies for drug research. This is in principle fine. This is a good idea, but um, you as the user, as a data owner. Basically, you should decide who is doing what with the data, not other companies. And and we basically bring this uh, extra usability to you, to the users of the platform. Practically, this means you could um, either upload your own genomic sequence, if you have it already, to our platform, or you could get from us um, a, a kit that we would send to you so where you could this is usually a normal spit kit so you would spit in the tube and send it back to us and we would get the uh, dna sequence stored in our platform and give you then basically access it to to manage it that means you could download it you could share it with others and you could use it in uh, together with uh, mobile apps or with uh, other services on our platform to manage your health, to to find out how you could uh, improve your health, how to stay healthy. Uh, this is basically what, what we want to do. So does it stop there? What are all the perks of owning your DNA? Can you get paid 
or can you trade them in for new ones? Why should we all want access to our own DNA? Uh, that's a good question. There are obviously a lot of uh, benefits you can get out of it by, by managing your um, own DNA. First of all, of course, it's what's most important here is your health, right? Um, so the idea is that by having your DNA stored, it can be used, basically, it can be analyzed and used to improve your health. For this, we will uh, develop our own apps and services that directly accesses your DNA sequence and gives you a health and fitness well-being advice. At the same time, so we will build basically a kind of an open platform so where other uh, companies or uh, entrepreneurs or scientists can add their own services that could use your genomic sequence to help you better manage your own health. Well, it's like a marketplace for health services. Then, of course, if you want to support research, you can share it. You can say, okay, I'm very interested in uh, participating in a clinical trial for drug research. Um, if you would do this, I think, as my personal opinion, it, I think it would be fair to get paid for it. And pharmaceutical companies are usually willing to do this. So, um, and uh, this is, again, this is the fair thing. You give something to them and they would pay you. And the idea is that we can manage this also on our platform. So a pharmaceutical company could search for people on our platform. This could be, for example, people that have a specific disease or live in a specific area and then offer them to participate in a clinical trial. And then, of course, you would also get paid for doing it. Billions of dollars are poured into clinical research every year. And a lot of that money is wasted because the industry has a lot of different holes throughout the process. So how will Shivam use um, genomes to transform that R&D process? Um. Clinical research is, is, is of course, it's, it's a very complex field and it, it's especially very expensive. By using our platform, we are absolutely sure that we can um, make the whole process of clinical trials much more efficient, so faster and cheaper. This is uh, primarily because we can uh, connect the researchers directly with the patients. We can do something about what is called patient stratification. That means uh, researchers can look in the DNA database that we are building to select specific patients to include in their clinical trial because they know then already for uh, certain drug interactions uh, that it may work or not work or that there will be side effects or not. As I mentioned before, some people, they have uh, side effects to specific drugs and they may be not good participant for a clinical trial. When it comes to rare diseases, the rarer the disease is, the harder it is to study it and figure out a cure. Can you talk about how your platform can help? 
Rare diseases, this is actually a very interesting field and we are um, much involved in this process. So we are, we are very interested in, in working in the rare disease field. So rare diseases, is, they are usually, um, they have a genomic component. This could be mutations in the DNA somewhere in some gene or and it doesn't even have to be in a gene. It could be somewhere on your, on, on your DNA sequence between genes influencing um, the structure, the overall structure of your genome and how genes are switched on and off. And these, these diseases are very difficult to track because uh, they come not in the thousands. So where you could then just run uh, classical uh, algorithms like mathematical algorithms to find out what is uh, the correlation between a mutation and a disease phenotype. So why are people getting really sick? This is what classically clinical trials did, right? You take in 10,000 people with the same disease and then you try to find out why are the people sick? And you can find the molecules that are interacting but if you have only one person with a disease, how, how can you do this? This is much more difficult. And there comes the genomic part back in. So you can really uh, look much better at the specific uh, genetic ab ab abnormalities in each individual genome and try to uh, find out if they really produce the disease phenotypes. This is very important, and this is only really properly uh, possible if you have the whole genome sequence available of an individual. And only very recently we went to this point where we can do this. Nowadays, uh, getting a person really fully sequenced is uh, only recently really possible. Because a few years ago, this, this would cost hundreds of millions of dollars for to sequence one single individual. Now we can do it already for under $1,000. And this dramatically changed the whole research area. And there really, a, to having a platform with lots and lots of genomic data and uh, healthcare data associated with it, really opens up completely new ways how we can do research. And the whole rare uh, disease research field will really benefit from it. You mentioned that genomes can be found on or off. So is that the case where if a genome is found off, that you could potentially turn it on? And if so, how does that impact someone? Uh, can you break that down further? Well, um, to... To really target specific diseases, especially the rare diseases, this is of course not easy. Um, but again, we are, we are here at a transition point in, in, in technology where we can expect really a revolution in also the treatment. So imagine you have a specific mutation in your DNA. Yeah, this could be just a single nucleotide of your 3 billion base pairs exchanged for another nucleotide and this would um, interrupt let's say how a, our gene works this could be either with like this mutation could sit within a gene then it could this mutation could render the whole um, gene product 
basically uh, um, so so not valuable to you anymore. It could really be non-functional. At the same time, the same mutation, uh, another mutation could sit somewhere in a regulatory element of your genome, and it could then switch the gene on or off, or partly it could reduce the uh, what we call the expression of your gene uh, by a certain percentage or increase it. And then you have a deregulation in, in your body with certain molecules that can ultimately lead to a disease. But if we know this, we can understand the biochemistry behind it. And then we, of course, can either choose drugs that can help uh, basically repairing this uh, biochemical pathway, or we can at least try to repair it at some point. So far, science is not uh, really able to do this properly. But uh, again, we are now at a, at a tipping point. We have uh, new technologies where we can really change people's DNA sequence. Like this is the, the, the famous CRISPR technology. We have gene therapies uh, in development all over the world. So I'm absolutely very confident that in the very near future, what we can do is if we identify a mutation in a patient's DNA, that we can go there and repair specifically this DNA segment. So basically exchange the mutated base back to the original correct one. And this is, I'm absolutely sure, something that will come in the possibly even near future within the next few years. But in, in 10 years, for sure, we will have this technology. Me personally, I'm very conscious of what I put in my body. And if I can use a herbal remedy instead of going to a pill, I'll go that route every time. So tell me, if I own my data and I have a better understanding of my DNA, will that give me a better idea of how to take care of my body naturally with food and herbal remedies? Uh, I absolutely think so. First of all, of course, you have to understand um, what to do with, it, with the data. Uh, obviously, genomic data is very, very complex, and even uh, doctors are not able to really understand it. So that means for us at Chivom, what we are targeting at is make it actionable and understandable. Um, we are doing this by, uh, first of all, we have to understand the, the patterns in your genome sequence ourselves. Um, long term, we want to work with, uh, of course, researchers and we work already with uh, AI companies, for example, to run deep learning algorithms over your DNA to figure out if there's anything uh, in there, any information that we can use to improve your health and well-being. And then we want to make this actionable. This could be by providing you um, a report on your uh, genome that specifically tells you what you could do right let's say let's if you have a certain disease let's say um, there's a, the algorithms identify uh, in your data that you are predisposed to diabetes then of course the same program could give you advice how to avoid of getting diabetes at all 
So this uh, providing lifestyle advice or connecting you to uh, the right doctor to, to treat you right at the beginning before the symptoms occur. So there are definitely there are lots of ways that this can be uh, made actionable. Then, of course, as I just mentioned, genomic uh, data is very, very complicated. And even your doctors, they may not be able to really read something out of it. So to, to address this point, what we want to do is we want to build a network of genetic counselors that make uh, uh, really this, this data actionable and explains it to you, what it means and how, how the data can help you live a better life. And not only for yourself, also, of course, for your doctor. So let's say you go into the hospital and they find, oh, there's a, a mutation somewhere in your genome. They may not know immediately what to do with this data, but then they could come back to us and ask one of our uh, genetic experts really to uh, find the right treatment or the right lifestyle advice that, that can ultimately help to, for you to stay healthy. You're working on a solution that really won't impact our lives for another five to 10 years. So what's your mindset when it comes to developing something that far in the future, but also making sure that you're taking the right steps now? So we have, of course, also long-term goals. And I mean, we are, we are a startup, we are still at the very beginning. But long-term, we will see that science, and we want to implement this, of course, all will really revolutionize um, healthcare and precision medicine. We will see that um, people's health will be managed in a completely different way than it is uh, done today. One thing that I'm absolutely sh I'm sure will come is like a real-time, um, that, that we have a real-time response system. Imagine you have a, a variable or your, your smartphone with you and this can uh, stream your uh, data, uh, your fitness data, your, your heart rate, your glucose level and other biomolecules in your body to a central computer where deep learning algorithms really crunch this data in real time and give you basically real-time feedback. This could be, for example, that uh, these algorithms can predict that something goes wrong. Like there's already research done that can uh, potentially predict a stroke before it's really occurring. Now, imagine you have something like this. This would be really fantastic. Like the, uh, some AI component could give you advice directly on your smartphone, alarm you, look, um, you're in danger of getting a stroke. Please drive to the next hospital. So this would be very, very uh, helpful and I'm sure some, something like this will come in the future. And of course, we work with our partners and our, uh, we will have a lot, of, a lot of more partners in the future on board that provide all kinds of really cool new innovations and inventions uh, from the healthcare space. So I'm absolutely uh, really excited about the future that will come. And believe me, in 20 years from now, you will not recognize our uh, healthcare systems anymore. They will be completely different. Medicine will be absolutely different to what we have now. 
when it comes to innovation, most companies that are the first ones through the door aren't the ones who capitalize long-term on the business side. What is it about Chivon that gives you an opportunity to not only create a new industry, but also puts you in a position to capitalize on it commercially too? Uh, this is a very interesting question. What, what we are doing is we, we are building a completely new business model that never existed before. Um, you have to imagine it's, it's like an open research uh, platform, but at the same time also a, a marketplace for healthcare data and healthcare services. So in, in principle, every health, potential healthcare service that you can imagine that exists already in real life, you can add to this platform. And this opens up a, a huge amount of new interactions between patients and healthy people that want to stay healthy and researchers and, and, and healthcare organizations, doctors, hospitals, governments, um, for example, we are already in, in, in contact with several governments that may want to use uh, our platform in managing uh, population health, right? Um, 